Hey, what's up, man? You know I gotta do it again. This is a new thing for me. I like I like this now. I like talking while I'm driving in the car. It's two two birds, one stone, man. I just gotta do it, okay? I'm a safe driver, I promise. Eyes on the road. Anyway, let's talk about anxiety attacks. I used to have a lot of anxiety attacks. My first time having an anxiety attack was uh, when I was 19. And I finally stood up to my abusive uncle. And because uh, it took a lot out of me to stick up for myself, which I was sticking up for my mom. So that's the same fucking thing. And uh, so it, it was really tough and I experienced it. And it, 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 it kind of put me down, man. Like, I thought I was having a heart attack like a lot of people who have anxiety attacks do. You do a lot of research as to what causes anxiety attacks or what causes heart attacks. I know I did both. Uh, well, I'm more so focused on the heart attack aspect because I just figured that the anxiety attack wouldn't kill me. But, man, sometimes it was so goddamn bad. I thought it was, man. Your whole body shuts down. You feel the tightness in your chest. You feel the numbness in your body, your hands, you know, your your mouth, face, and, um, and in 2015 is when I had my last anxiety attack, uh, I had left the hospital because, uh, after waiting all day, and I got a clean bill of health, but I went to the hospital because I was in a lot of pain, you know, that's, that's something that's a, a byproduct of anxiety is that you actually start to feel physical pain, and <laughs> what's kind of worse about it is that you know, you damn near look crazy. You saying, "Oh man, I feel all this. I feel that, or whatever." And you know, like uh, I can't find anything wrong. You know, the doctors would say, "Now you're like a fucking hypochondriac," but you know what you felt. Um, but anyway, the the anxiety attacks. You know, I I just decided that because I was I was you know taking Xanax, so I was kind of you know I I decided that. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking any more medication, man. Now, obviously, it wasn't a high dosage, so if you are taking uh, medicine for anxiety, like uh, you might want to talk to your doctor if it's a high dose, high dosage. Like you, that's very important because I know someone uh, who's died from uh, Xanax um, withdrawal. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for withdrawal. I wouldn't advise you to do what I did because I'm I'm just a risk taker when it comes to myself, and I felt so desperate, you know. Like I, I'm for for at one moment, uh, at one point in my life in 2015, right before I gave up, right before I went to the hospital, and then and that, and then uh, said enough is enough. I was I was in a bed for a, a month, pretty much, man, and it was miserable. I never wanted to kill myself as as much as as that moment, man. I got really you know really brittle really frail um but anyway so uh, i had a little list uh, and i got it in between my legs but i can't look at it right now but i know i think the first thing is you you want to stay warm okay so if you watch my videos and i talk about taking cold showers to reduce anxiety it does do that but if you don't have control if you don't you know if you don't have the experience with uh, working through anxiety and you know uh, fixing the situation then it, it could probably make matters worse because I remember the first time that I tried to take a cold shower when people were saying that these motherfuckers god damn it but the first time I tried to take a cold shower to remedy the 
uh, and you know anxiety and just all the benefits that I saw very instantly did I realize that um, did I realize that it was bringing about the symptoms of anxiety man and like I feel anxiety attack coming on while I was um, while I was in the shower and I was like oh boy here it goes but I just, I stood there, man. I just stood, just stuck it out, man. I was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep doing it, man. They said that it fixes anxiety, so let's do it then, all right? And, you know, now that I think about it, I started taking those cold showers in, like, 2016. So I wonder if that has a correlation um, because I, I probably only took, like, 20 hot showers at the most since then. And like I said, I haven't had a cold shower since, um, no, I mean, I haven't had an anxiety attack since 2015. So that was interesting. But also, I had decided that I was just going to go hard. I was going to start working out and stuff like that. So the first thing, like I said, you know, get warm, put warm clothes on, uh, eat, you know, eat warm meals, you know, all, 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 all that good stuff. You just do what you got to do to get warm. You know, turn the air conditioning off or if, if it's winter, you know, turn the heat up. Be by the fireplace. Things like that. It's, it's all good, man. Put a hat on and stuff. So, the next thing is that you focus on your breathing. Which is what I did when I got in the cold shower. And cold showers make it easier for you to breathe anyway. So, if you're feeling a little risky or whatever, you go ahead and try that out. So, when I speak on... You know how to remedy uh, the anxiety attacks understand that I'm speaking both for preventing them and also to get rid of them while you you feel it coming on okay so if you know the signs it's a lot easier to work through alright so you focus on your breathing nice slow deep breaths because if you notice when you when you have an anxiety attack your breaths are are fairly uh, shallow um, so you definitely want to focus on that you know in through the nose out through the mouth you know how that goes <laughs> none of us are breathing right it was like we're breathing on autopilot man when I think about it uh, so the next thing is to slow down the pace uh, I, I recall one time when I was uh, on a night where I inevitably called the ambulance to pick me up that was really embarrassing Cause it was snowing like nobody's business. Nobody could take me to the hospital, and I had to get the ambulance to come. Cause I thought I was having a heart attack. My heart was beating so fast. My blood pressure was so high. I was so scared, and like I could feel the pain in my arm, all that. You know, if you ever experienced that, you know exactly uh, what I'm talking about, man. So I, so I did that, and I thought one way to fix this situation is the like I, I i went downstairs and i was like well i'm just gonna do a bunch of jumping jacks and running in place or whatever that didn't help at all because it just kept my heart just beating fast and then i tried to sleep it off and i, I don't know I, I was probably asleep for an hour or so and i woke up and my heart was beating just as fast and that's when i was feeling the tightness in my arms and chest and i'm like i'm having a heart attack oh my god and i know some people may clown me for this but anybody who's experienced um, who's experienced both will tell you, man, they kind of feel the same. You know, I, I, I recall in my research somebody saying that sometimes the anxiety attacks feel worse than the heart attack. So, 
you can see you know why why it's startling to a lot of people man and that's the thing man if, if you can't find a way to be calm while you're having anxiety attacks it's gonna get worse because you try to resist it you like oh your mind is just racing but as i've noticed that as above so below as within so without so if you want your mind to slow down you gotta slow your body down and it's kind of scary because you 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 kind of want to distract yourself but in trying to distract yourself all you're really doing is feeding uh feeding the fire um so it's you know it's a kind of it's a catch-22 it's, it's, it's counter counterproductive all right so slow down the pace along with the breathing along with staying warm okay and uh let's see the next thing is to uh Hug it out. All right. Hopefully you have some somebody around who's empathetic enough. Don't don't bring them down with all the complaints and all this and that. Just stay quiet. St stay slow. Stay open. And nice warm hugs. Nice nice tight hugs, man. Um, it's been known to re reduce anxiety and depression and stress. And um, I mean. We could all use a hug. It, it humanizes us. Uh, so make sure that you hug it out with a nice friend or relative, okay? And, okay, so never take for granted a person who's there to support you, okay? Well, I, I understand how we can take our relatives for granted. They're always around. they always been there, whatever. And let's say if you're dealing with, like, relationship issues... There's only one person you probably want to hug and things like that. But you can't discount or discredit what another individual means, okay? Just because your mind is so caught up on your own personal issues. And, you know, because these, you know, everybody's going through something. So always be, always be grateful for people wanting to be there for you and hug it out, okay? Uh, so the last thing is uh, chamomile tea. There's no caffeine in it. Oh, so oh, by the way, mm, low on. Hey, stay away from the caffeine, man. All right. Ca caffeine is definitely kind of a no-no in the anxiety world. All right, as far as anxiety attacks go, because it, I I don't exactly know why. I can't really think of it right now. I knew the answer at one point, but caffeine is a trigger for anxiety attacks. All right, if you're susceptible to them. You want to stay away from caffeine as much as possible. So that means, you know, you don't even want to mess around with green tea. Okay? But luckily, there are teas with no caffeine in it. And chamomile tea is the best uh, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you got your peppermint tea. Uh, Earl, Earl Grey. I think Earl Grey might have some caffeine in it. You could probably get some without caffeine. But um, I know that chamomile has been known to reduce... Um, your stress, anxiety, depression—it's to, it's to calm you down. It's actually pretty good for sleeping as well. Um, I'm actually gonna put together a video on how to get some good sleep. Uh, but that man—that's all. To wrap it up, you gotta be kind to yourself. Slow down the pace. Look, this, this, this is this is a thing that I say to myself. Okay, this is—I separate depression from anxiety. Um, so I, I like to say that if you're depressed, speed it up. And if you're anxious, slow it down. Okay, so slow it down, get warm, be among friends, 
breathe. Focus on yourself, man. Focus on your healing. And also, one thing that's kind of like a switch, at least it works like that for me, is that you got to decide, okay? You got to decide when enough is enough, all right? You don't want to... You don't want to miss out on those those great opportunities in life to connect, to have some fun, to do uh, memorable things because of anxiety. And this is this is spoken from nothing but experience, man. Like, but anyway, man. Best wishes. Like and subscribe. And it, it look. And if you think, and I, look, I'm just going to say it, man, but if you're thinking about committing suicide or something like that, just reach out to me, and we, we're going to work through your, your problems together, you know, because um, I can definitely relate to being suicidal, man. It's tough, and it's tough feeling like you got nobody there for you, but I'm here for you. Thank you.